right. So just a real quick one today. And I want to talk a little bit about kind of a meta topic here, because you're actually experiencing the topic right now. And the topic is this, the strategy that we've used to grow high value accounts at Powered by Search. And when I talk about grow high value accounts, what I really mean is generate leads from an audience who have businesses that are high value. The strategy is predicated on like a whole simple idea, which is basically increase the likelihood that a prospect touches our brand every week. And you, friend, are probably a prospect, right? Or maybe you're not, but at least you are a person who's interested in this. And at some point you might be. Now, I don't want to reduce the fact that you're listening to this or you as a person to uh, you know, a prospect or a lead, like you're more than that. But we're talking about SaaS marketing here. We're talking about B2B marketing. I'm Mark Thomas. I'm the head of growth at Powered by Search. And today I'm going to talk you through some of the best knowledge that we have on building B2B SaaS businesses. Now, if any of this is interesting to you and you want to read more, you should go to our website. It's poweredbysearch.com and check us out there. Now, when I joined Powered by Search back in March 2020, 2021, sorry, I knew that most people in B2B SaaS had recognized the quality of our blog content already. In fact, it was one of the reasons that I actually joined the company. You know, maybe people already also knew Dev from LinkedIn. That's a pretty common way to come to know us. But the challenge was that in an industry full of agencies who offer to help them and a market who buys infrequently, we had to stay front of mind, right? So my theory was that by increasing the number of ways that a person in our ideal customer profile could see our content each week and consume it in a way that they actually like to consume content, like a format that they like, then we'd basically stay front of mind for a greater proportion of the market we're trying to reach. The concept there is based around a couple of ideas. They're really, really simple, and there's lots of evidence that they work. Basically, we're talking about frequency, bias, so who was the last person you heard from, we're talking about mindshare. There's a heap of psychological things here that actually add up to make this work. But basically, prior to joining, we had maybe one or two touch points that a person could have in a week. So we had, for example, a newsletter that went out on a Thursday that was really just a copy of the intro to the blog post that we'd published on the Wednesday. We had a bunch of blog content that people could find through search. But other than that, there wasn't actually a huge amount of distribution work happening. And the result of that that kind of like pretty linear thing was that when I joined and we added additional touch points, the number of qualified leads that we started getting actually went through the roof, right? So in my first week at Power by Search, I started this podcast and we've been going ever since every week. Within six months, we had three podcasts, different shows, all contributing revenue. From like week three of this show, we got people saying, hey, I like I listened to all the episodes of your podcast. I mean, there were only three. And then I booked a demo. So we knew that that was happening with inflection point we had, which was our kind of our narrative show. It's on a break right now still. 
we had lots of people going like, oh my gosh, this was great and sharing it and stuff like that. And then with Insider Marketing, which we're still doing, which is a kind of an open strategy style podcast where we look at a SaaS marketing strategy from a specific company and find opportunities to improve it. We have the people who we feature in those episodes become clients all the time, right? So they all contributed revenue. Now we also publish blogs on a regular cadence. We mostly write them on a Monday and they go out the same day. That's our structure. That's our strategy. We have a solid webinar program. We call them masterclasses though. And our Monday morning emails, if you're a listener to this, you might also be interested in those. They're incredibly popular. People write to me all the time and say, this was great. I like look forward to reading these emails and that fills me with joy. But then the other part of that is that you've probably seen me and Dev all over your LinkedIn, your Twitter. And this is basically just an awareness play, right? So the goal is increase the number of quality ways that a person can bump into your message, brand, and frankly, a differentiated worldview each week. And then when they need you, they'll buy. But here's the thing. So you're a SaaS marketer and I work with SaaS companies. I'm not currently exclusively working in SaaS and I am working in a different style of business to you. So does that impact the actual execution of this? Well, let me answer that in two ways. If you were going to run this strategy, I would recommend doing one thing first, and that is covering off the 80-20 actions of SaaS demand gen that we've already talked about several times on this podcast. There was an episode a couple of weeks back, maybe months now, time flies, where we talked about the 80-20 of SaaS demand gen. Go back, listen to that, do that stuff, baseline. But at a certain point, you're going to find that there's also a whole other driver of growth that you can put into place, which is based around more like the strategy that we're talking about here. So you've got long-term stuff, which is 80-20, those actions, and then you've got frequency and recency, which is really what I'm describing with this strategy. Particularly if you're working in a SaaS product, like many of our clients are, that is effectively business critical and has long lockout periods where people might not be buying another version of the tool. So like examples would be a CRM or a, um, an email management platform, that kind of thing. If you're in one of those, and particularly if you have a high average contract value or a high lifetime value, it is definitely worth pursuing a frequency and recency strategy as well. So how would you actually go about doing that? Well, when I arrived, the way that I actually plotted this out was I literally plotted four different people on an x-axis of a table, like a column, sorry. And then I plotted across the top in a row all of the days of the working week, because I don't really think about Saturday and Sunday as working days. And then I plotted out everything that we do and what it might look like if different people consume things. And then I basically added in dots onto that. So we had like X marks on, you know, Monday and Thursday for one row. And then we had X marks on a Tuesday and a Friday and a Thursday. And this gave me an idea of the content mix that we would actually be needing to make this happen, to make it so that we would frequently be thought of and recommended as the agency to go to. So think about the kind of the actual mix of content that you're going to need. That's step one. 
Step two is to progressively build that. So as you can tell by the fact that this is now 2022, I've been here about like 18 months almost. I started out with a very easy win. So the quickest win for us at the point where we were was take the blog content, turn it into a literal voiceover. And this podcast was born from that. Obviously, we've evolved over time. Things have changed slightly. The tone, everything has changed about our actual blogs as well. So the podcast has also evolved with that. And we've added in these short form episodes. But that's an easy thing that you can do. Take your blog content, if it's thought leadership, and turn it into a podcast and distribute it like that. Then you can think, oh, all right, well, what are the other problems that my audience have? Are there different versions of this content that I can give to them? So the blog content, the playbooks that we publish on our blog, we turn those into strategies, right? Strategy ideas for companies. And that goes into insider marketing. Our podcast, it goes out on Wednesdays now. And it is basically like taking the blog and applying that to different companies. We will share that stuff via social as well, right? And we don't just share the link, we share a lesson from it. So these things, they're, it's about building layers on top of layers and do it progressively. And what you're going to find is if you take care of that 80-20 so that you've got a baseline level of conversions and a baseline system for managing, developing buyer awareness, you will find that the frequency and recency strategy that I've described here, increase the number of quality ways that a person can bump into your message, brand, and differentiated worldview each week. That's the strategy. That will be a multiplier effect for all the rest of your demand gen work. I'll see you next time. Now, if you enjoyed that today and you want to do something about your B2B SaaS marketing, you should get in touch with us. You can do that by going to poweredbysearch.com and checking out our assessment page, or you can browse the case studies and blogs that we have on the site. Now, if you're not ready to do that, definitely say hi anyway. You can ping me on Twitter. I'm at I am Mark Thomas, that's Mark with a C. Or you can ping our founder and CEO, Dev Basu, and connect with us there. Looking forward to seeing you again for another episode.